Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. All right, welcome back to the show, Money Grows on Trees podcast. My name's Lloyd Ross. This episode is titled, How to Fix Your Money 101. How to Fix Your Money 101. So if you clicked on this episode, you're like, I want to fix my money. Great, you're in the right place. I'm going to give you one hack that when you do this, uh, it's going to change your whole financial future. And very few people do it. What I've learned, very few people do it. Those who are wealthy do it. Those who are in control of their money do it. But those who are completely out of control with their money and they're in, in in financial chaos, they don't do this, and that's why they're in financial chaos. And of course, if your money, if you're in chaos with your money, none of it's going to stay. And it's certainly, you know, like a, it's like a filthy home. If you invite guests over to a home that's messy and chaotic, they're never going to want to come back. And your money is the same. So this episode is that one hack. Now, before I do that and give you this hack, uh, please do uh, check out the show notes. Leave us a review, a uh, five-star review if you can. It's amazing. It's a free show. We've got over 115 now, I think. And we'd love to get a thousand five-star reviews on this show. So thank you for those who have done that. And of course, share this to your Instagram. Give me uh, tag me in. I'll give you a shout out on my stories, and um, share this with a friend as well because it's it's really important that they get their money in order. So that said, this one hack that'll change your life. It's such a pain when you first start doing it, like anything. But once you get into the habit of doing it and it's working for you, you'll continue to do it. So how do you fix your money 101? Well, the most important thing is you've got to know where your money's going. And the reason why people are struggling financially is they have no flippin' idea where their money's going. And they'll often cast blame on their money for it leaving it their account. Like, how dare it get legs and walk out of my account on its own? <laughs> money goes where you send it. And who's responsible for where your money goes? It's you. Okay, so it's us. We are responsible for where our money goes. So your money just doesn't get legs and walk out of your account. You send it places. So you, you do certain behaviors that bring money into your account, and you then display certain behaviors that send money out of your account. Now, if you don't know where your money's going, then you're not going to be able to make financial and prudent decisions, okay? You're not going to be able to make, you're not going to be able to grab opportunities because you won't know how much money you have, and you'll have, you'll be in, you more than likely will get onto the debt cycle and the credit junkie cycle. Because if you don't know where your money is and you need it quickly, you won't run to your savings that you created. You'll run to credit. Okay. So the whole idea of this hack is to understand where your money is going in detail. And what this process will allow you to do will be to eliminate this feeling and sense of entitlement that you have, that we all have. We all sit on this entitlement scale. So what I mean by that is this. Just today, right now, in fact, the whole power in our grid on our island where we live uh, is down. The power has gone. So we've had a blackout all morning. So there's no power right now. I'm running my phone, and what's it, 30%? So, you know, we're recording this episode while the power's down because we have battery power. But I went to do something today, and I went to just turn the light on in the bathroom, didn't come on. I went to get some fresh water out of the tap, and lo and behold, the fresh water doesn't work either because the pump system's not working. So we're running out of fresh water in the house, which is not a problem because we live in a Western society where it's easy to go up the road and get water. It's fine. Water's free here. But 
it's just so interesting. I said to my wife, Alicia, I said, isn't it fascinating how entitled we are to the basics of water? Because I went and turned the tap on, it didn't come out. I'm like, oh, now it's a problem. I'm like, oh, I was so entitled before. I didn't even think about it. And this is what happens to our spending. We get so entitled to things like subscription services, um, the newest phone, um, certain levels of you know fast Wi-Fi and certain cars and amount of petrol we can put in the car and clothes and all this sort of stuff. And we're just so entitled to those things because they're actually not, apart from water and food and, and shelter, the rest of them are actually wants, not needs. And so what happens with our spending is we're like the proverbial frog in the water that gets boiled over time. The frog sits there and gets boiled to death. Whereas if you chuck a frog into a, a pot of boiling water, it will jump out. So because we're in this process of always adding subscriptions to our life, adding services, adding ease and convenience along the, along the journey, we continue to build up these expenses. And of course, that's called lifestyle creep. And it happens to all of us. And if we don't do this one hack, then it's going to continue to compound. And we're going to one day wake up as that frog in the pot of boiling water, boiling to death. And so this hack will prevent that happening. And here's how, here's what it is. It's called doing a financial audit. I know it sounds completely boring, but if you do this once a month and you put it in your calendar, in your Google calendar and do it once a month, it's where you sit down and you download, and I did this exercise for my students in our mentorship program just yesterday, and they saw the simplicity of it. So I wanted to do this episode to help you with it. Uh, I, you can go to your bank statements online, you can click a button, take the last 30 days of actual income and expenses that have come into your bank account, and download it as a CSV file, like an Excel file, put it in, in Microsoft Excel, and have all your expenses there. Then go to the top, highlight it, click filter, and then itemize it all. So filter it from A to Z on the item side. And so you'll see where it is your money's going. And you can actually see in chunks, like, oh, that's how much I spent on Uber Eats, that's how much I spent on Uber, that's how much I spent on eating out and drinking, and this is how much I spent on my gym and my Netflix and my Stan and my Disney Plus and my, like, you'll be able to see where your money's going. And so when you tabulate it and, and, and total it up, it'll tell you on a monthly basis what your income is from your job or your business and how much you're actually spending on your personal life. And it'll show you the level of your entitlement. So if that number of expenses is high, you're probably generally fairly entitled to convenience and ease and speed. Okay, this is what we pay for, uh, or entertainment. And so the whole idea is to minimize that. I think it was Epictetus, one of the great philosophers, uh, Greek philosophers, he said, the way to get rich is to desire less. And so the whole idea of doing this audit is to, every month, if you see things or areas you're spending, you've got to slap yourself on the wrist and say, naughty, naughty, you shouldn't be doing that if you want to see some savings in your account every month. And so no one else is going to have this hard conversation with you. There are no adults out there. We're all just making this up as we go. So if you don't do this, okay, there's no one to check on your audit, to check on your homework. But if you don't do this, your money will get out of control. So every month on the 15th, I sit down and I go through our multiple accounts and I make sure to audit our accounts. I know where things are going. And you'll be shocked and surprised that as I am, that I find I'm like, I don't even know what that is. I don't know what that subscription is. I don't know what that is. Oh, I can see we spent too much here. We shouldn't do that. And then what will happen is you'll start to realize that you've got to be more in control of those, 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 the rush of dopamine that happens before you spend money, right? It feels good to spend money, right? So you just got to be in control of that. So when I walk past the Indian restaurant, uh, my, one of my students calls it the Indian Impulse. I want to be able to get us Indian for dinner, but for some ungodly reason, 
with inflation, they've decided to make that $80 worth of food for three people. And it's like, what? When did that happen? And so it's now, it's fine, I can afford it. It's just, I'm so obsessed with getting value for my purchases and what I do, because that's how I manage money, that I'm like, well, you know what? I don't see value there anymore. So instead of just letting my dopamine rush me into the Indian restaurant to get us takeaway, I'll say, you know what? No, let's do it. Let's do it this time instead of this time. Let's let's just be aware of what we're buying there. Let's not get the rice from there. Let's cook the rice. Like, you've got to play these little games with yourself. And it's not that I can't afford Indian. I can. It's it's just that if I can't control those emotions at that level, I won't be able to control my emotions at the bigger level. So I play these games on a smaller level to be thrifty and just be aware of my spending on every level so that I'm in control. Because the moment you let your emotions take over on the small stuff, it'll start to creep into the big stuff. And this is the challenge, okay? So how we treat small purchases is often how we treat big ones too. It's just a behavioral thing. So I play these games with myself all the time and I play the game every month to say, "Uh uh-uh, naughty, naughty boy, Lloyd. You have spent this money on here and Uber Eats and that you shouldn't do that this month. And so we'll tighten the belt. And I'll try and get our audit down to like, like I think I've got this goal where it's like if it's 2900 a month for the joint account, this is just personal stuff, then I'm winning. But if it goes up to the 5K mark, I'm losing. And I play this game every month. And so if we've had a big, you know, a higher month, the following month I'll say, let's just temper this and see if we can bring this down. And you've got to play these games um, continually because, look, if you think about it, it's one audit per month. It's not like you've got to do it every flipping week or every day. It's once a month for a year. So it's 12 times a year where you're really going through your bank statements and looking at exactly what's coming and going out. Now, if you do this and you commit to this and you do it with your spouse, I promise you that just by looking at it, where your focus goes, your energy flows, you will just start to get in control of your money and it'll all change for you, I promise. If you just do this one thing, and it's probably the thing that most people don't do, but if they did do it, that would fix most of their money problems, okay? Because you are, you know, my friend Dan says... um, if you can't uh, measure it, you can't manage it. And so most people aren't measuring where their money's going on a monthly basis. And of course, that's why they can't manage it. So that's the hack I wanted to give you. If you can do this, it'll fix your money problems fairly smartly. I would suggest doing it for 90 days and just seeing the difference and trying to beat your last month's expenses and dropping that by reducing the entitlement and changing your behavior when it comes time to spend money, becoming aware of it, and then playing a game with it to track it. Okay, so if you can do that, I promise you, you're going to start seeing massive changes in your money and finances because if you can create more savings, of course, you can deploy that, start a business. You can deploy that and create an emergency fund so you don't need to rely on credit. You can pay off debt with that free cash flow. You can also um, invest in an index fund and scale your wealth over time. But if you can't do this, this one thing, you're going to struggle to actually do those bigger, uh, play those bigger money games. And this is why it's so important. So I hope that episode's been uh, helpful for you and effective. If you found it helpful, please share this with a friend if they need to hear this. Thanks to those who are following the podcast, listening. We have tons of downloads. We have heaps of five-star reviews, gaining notoriety and popularity as we go, which is great. And we just want to make sure that we're giving no BS financial education so you can actually you know, experience a level of financial peace and hopefully one day freedom in your life. So thanks again. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening going to do some cool episodes coming up with a cool uh, event coming up with Ty Lopez. In fact, I might get Phil to pop the link to that event. I think we've sold out our tickets, but I'll pop the link in there anyway because we may be able to get a couple more available. So Phil, if you can pop the link to the Ty Lopez event in Sydney, myself, my friend Morgan, Dane Walker, 
and Ty Lopez will be speaking in Sydney on the 17th of March. So hopefully we can drop this episode next Monday and I'll put the ticket link in there in case there are some. Go grab a ticket if you're in Sydney and come and hang out with us for the day. It's going to be an epic, epic event. I think the tickets are like 17 bucks, which is just ridiculous value. Okay, so thanks again and uh, I look forward to talking with you on the next episode of Money Grows on Trees podcast.
Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at LloydJamesRoss. 